This podcast is based on a true story. The Stolen Girls of Americus. Episode 3. A Picture Worth a Thousand Words. Summer rain in Georgia tended to be met with sighs of relief. The drizzling pellets cooled fevered flesh and herded people into the comfort of their homes. For Black folk, it offered respite from torrential slurs and beatings from bigoted whites. Relief isn't what the girls trapped in the Leesburg stockade met when the summer rain hit their prison. More like a monsoon, monstrous in its attack, the storm thrusts rain through the barred window and melds with the hot air of the room. Some girls escape the humidity by sprawling sticky limbs across the ground. Others stretch their arms through the bars, careful not to catch their wrists on razor glass. With cupped palms stretched to the heavens, rain pools into their hands. When their cups nearly overflow, they lift their palms to drink the tears of God. Get on in there. never came back. What? What is he doing with Sandra? What are you doing with Sandra? We need dry clothes. We got some sweaters drying over by the sink. They still a little damp, but there might be a couple of them dry by now. Thanks. These pins got this vest feeling like a rock on my neck. You're shaking like a leaf, Verna. Take the sweater and lay down before you get sicker than you are. Okay, okay. Just get me off my feet. I feel dizzy. I know if this pipe has always leaked like this. Probably. God, where is Sandra? Please let me know that you're holding her in your grace, wherever she may be. Hey, Shirley, come here. Look at this. Leave me alone, Loretta. Just leave us all alone. This is all I wanted. Ow! Give me back my bobby pin! She wasn't with us. She's not here. What did you do with Sandra? Carol, will you shut up? You're not the only one who was in a wet hole? In the dark? (sighs) It was horrible. Yes, it was. So just imagine what that old man's done with my cousin, Sandra. Sandra! Thank God! Carol! Are you fine? You look fine. Did he do anything funny to you? Make you do something you didn't like? Are you okay? Thank God you're back. Are you okay? You're squeezing me too tight. And why are you all wet? Sorry. I'm sorry. But you answered me. Are you okay? I'm okay, Carol. I'm all right. Pops didn't do nothing but talk to me. He probably ain't got nobody to talk to, so he talked to me. Oh, and he gave me these jelly beans. Why Pops gave you jelly beans? I don't know. He treated me nice. Did you know he got a granddaughter my age? She not here no more. She not dead. She just ain't here no more. Look at this. I snuck some out for y'all. Wait, you sure it's safe to eat? 
You don't feel sick, do you? I'm sick enough to poison you. Uh-uh. I ate a long time ago before I took my nap. Okay. Go ahead, then. Okay. I don't have a lot, so you can only get one. All right. One for you, Mickey. One for you back there. And one for you, too, Gloria. One for you. All right, one for you, too. Here you go. One for you. She's okay. One for you. Oh, and one for you. We're all okay. Thank God. Thank you, God. I'm going to promise you this. Pops ain't going to have another chance to lock us up in that hole again. I promise. Americus has been a powder keg with a 50-mile-long ignition line anticipating its fire with angry glee ever since word spread that its missing Black girls were being held in the Leesburg stockade. Parents awoke to the news with rewarded praise, skipping breakfasts, work, and rituals to go bring their babies home. And electricity coursed through the town unseen outside of Christmas, but equally as joyful, if not more. But that was then, and this is now, Days later, nights later, and the homecoming parade has yet to commence. At the urging of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, SNCC Almighty as some have been heard to call it, the residents of Americus are advised to stand down, to forego a march on the stockade until SNCC could, quote, properly assess the best protocol to execute in this circumstance, unquote. These aching families have bided their time, held their tongues, and waited the minutes into hours, into days, for this national union of college students, who were children themselves yesterday, to hand down their vaunted directive etched in stone. Meanwhile, fevered dreams turned the mortar stockade into a ghoulish stalag of unspeakable atrocity. So it is on this day, the last of too many they've had to wait, the parents of Americus make their move. The night before, the votes were counted and the march to the stockades was set for nine in the morning. That would allow time for food, clothes, provisions to be gathered, drivers and vehicles to be designated, and spokespeople to be chosen. With the particulars settled and the cars and folks gathering over by the church and lining up for the procession, Carol's mom, Mrs. Helen Barner, and Shirley's mom, Mrs. Bernice Green, make their way over to the home of Mabel Barnum, the so-called house mother of the SNCC organization and grandmother of the steadfast Lorena. Bernice Green, you get your butt up here. I'm coming, I'm coming. You ready? Go ahead. Come on in, the door is open. I'll be right down. Look here, I found one of my older war vests in a trunk under my bed. I think I got it back in 45 when the boys came back. I'm gonna give it to Lorena. Should fit her right enough, I think. That's real nice, Mabel. Can I see it? Mm-hmm, here. Are those tiny holes in it? I took my old pins out of it. Lorena gotta start her own collection. Guess we gonna need a pin for this mess, huh? What should we call it? Guess the girls can answer that, huh? Yes, I reckon they should. 
Uh, Mabel, we have to, uh... Let me get my bag. If that stockade is anything like our jailhouse, the girls are gonna want a change of clothes on the spot. Mabel... Y'all decide which car I'm going in after I left last night? About that, Mabel. We was talking and... We think it's best you stay home, Mabel. You stay here and we'll all bring Lorena home, okay? Let me get that back. What you mean, best I stay home? Everybody is already on pins and needles itching to get out there, Mabel. Wasn't but Snick that kept us from going sooner. But you know how tired we are of waiting. But We don't want we... to pour kerosene on a barn fire. And that's just what you would be at that stockade. We all just want our babies back, Mabel. That's all we want right now. Civil rights, the struggle, the marches, damn all that. I just want to hold my baby girl. Me too. You think that's not all I want to? Of course you do, Mabel. God, yes. We know you do, child. That's why we're going to take this bag, get your grandbaby, and bring her right back here to you so all that other stuff don't get in the way. You understand, don't you? We got to go. Wait. Can you give this to Lorena for me? I wanted to share some words with her, but I was afraid they wouldn't come when I wanted them, so I wrote them down for her to read. Maybe share with the other girls. I I wanted to give it to her myself. We'll put it directly in Lorena's hands, Mabel. Promise. Let's go, Bernice. We'll be back as soon as we can, Mabel. You all drive safe now. Bring our girls home in one piece. Please, let them be free. The Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee was founded in 1960 in Raleigh, North Carolina, from a coalition of activist groups formed around the country waging the war for Black people's civil rights. Its history of sometimes peaceful, sometimes boisterous protests, sit-ins, and marches has successfully kept the movement at the top of the evening news and the lead story in every major newspaper in the country. Despite its lofty bona fides in the fight, SNCC's national office in Atlanta is small and nondescript. Dusty with used wartime office furniture and a pillbox room above an unassuming beauty salon with whom it shared a bathroom. From here, the organization strategized its next move in this conflict, trying its best to channel the teachings of King into the rebellious members of his chapter committees. The task at hand today is the girls held against their will and the law at a stockade in Georgia. Julian Bond, editor-in-chief of SNCC's newspaper, The Student Voice, leads a small group consisting of SNCC Executive Secretary James Foreman, SNCC Chairman John Lewis, and a new executive board member, Henry Williams, discussing the strategy to liberate the imprisoned girls. Joining them is local photographer Danny Lyon, the white elephant in the room, chosen for his ivory, as well as his skill with the lens. <laughs> All right, got business to tend to. Danny, we need you to go down to America's and get some pictures of those girls Fred Chapel got locked up. These are the girls that went missing, right? 
God damn, Chapel gotta be the biggest candy ass in Georgia. And you know what we're up against. All you gotta do is ride down to Leesburg and take a few shots. They have to be extra clean for the paper. The staff is already finishing up the layout and I got someone writing the story. Just need the art. Art? Julian, you calling what they're doing to them girls art? It's what we call pictures, Henry. Art to illustrate the story. Whatever. Hey, James. No disrespect to your man, but is he a hippie or is he really down for the cause? Trust me, Henry. Danny ain't no punk. How am I supposed to know that? We can't get a Negro photographer? Danny's been with us for some time since Rock Hill. He was right there with the Jan Nobel group. Remember Ruby and Charles of them sat in jail refusing bail? He was in there with them. News didn't tell you nothing about that, cause he's white. Yeah, didn't have my camera with me back then, but best believe I carried everywhere I go now. Uh-huh. Well, it ain't like that no more. Do you know what happens when a mixed group of protesters gone missing and is badly beaten? Hard to say exactly. Number things, but none of them good, I suppose. The media latches on to the white protester and blasts his face all over the news. All the available resources go to finding him and comforting his family. There's resources coming out the ass to find the white freckle kid stirred up by the black mob. Everybody's completely forgotten. They're just a faceless, voiceless mob. Now, the face of our movement is a white boy two days past puberty who's dazed and confused and lost. That's what would happen to you back in Rock Hill if it was now, and I'm not trying to let that happen today. Come on now, Henry. Be reasonable. Look. I ain't got no problem with the cameraman wanting to help, but we need to be seen. We need to be the face of this here. That's what I'm saying. This ain't about no ego or fame or nothing. We just want to be smart on how we do this. You get me? I mean, what the hell if I told you I'm a Jew? <laughs> ha, ha, ha. But I'm serious. It's going to be an issue when we're no longer the face of our own movement. And whether you want to believe me or not, that's where we're headed. Henry, please, let me just say this. Danny is good at what he does. I trust him. Ella Parker trusts him. That's good enough for me. And it should be good enough for you, too. Listen, these girls need all the support they can get. And Danny's pale face is the only one that can blend in down there. Something happens to him, guarantee he won't dominate the news cycle. How you gonna do that, John? I told Julian not to report it. <laughs> <laughs> you all right with that, right, Danny? Yes, sir. <sighs> okay, let's get to it. Lord, be a shield of protection. Let the blood of Christ protect me. I pray that you'll always be with us. Cover my sisters and family. What's that song? Something I just made up. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Thank you. How you feeling? Better. The aches in my calves halfway gone. Good. I ain't never gave a massage before, but you've been in so much pain, I had to do something. Glad it's helping. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, you ain't stopped shivering since that storm a while back. I just run cold. Always been that way. Mama says it's because my irons is low. It don't help that I bleed so heavy on my period. Ew. I thought my mama made all that stuff up. 
It ain't nothing but nature, Carol. All of us go through it. Are we gonna? It's like a rite of passage. Like an initiation into womanhood. Initiation? Yeah. Think of it like a baptism. A new beginning. The moment you cross over from being a girl to being a woman. I don't want to be a woman. There's some perks to it. Like getting a boyfriend. A boyfriend? No. Shh. You gonna wake everybody up. But yeah, a boyfriend. Somebody to walk you home after school and call you pretty. Somebody to hold your hand even when your fingers are ice cold. Somebody who say he loves you. Don't that sound nice? My boyfriend would have to walk me to church and read the Bible with me. The right one will. Ah! What's wrong? Did I hurt you? No, no. My back's a little sensitive, so keep rubbing it. Right there. Hmm. Ooh. That's better. See? I'm fine. I'm okay. I remember I scraped my knee a few months back, chasing after my little brother. Blood was gushing. It stung so bad. But when Mama asked me if I was all right, I said yes. Then she says to me, she said, it's okay to not be all right. Verna, it's okay to not be all right. Lord, be a shield of protection. Let the blood of Christ protect me. I pray that you'll always be with us. Cover my sisters and family. Oh. So you're going to be a deaconess and a singer, huh? Figures. I ain't mean to wake you up. Nah, I've been waiting for my massage. And you sound nice. Oh, morning, Shirley. Mm, keep singing. Hmm, oh, okay. What a blessedness. What a peace is mine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. <sighs> That's Auntie Ellen's favorite song. Leaning, leaning. Leaning on the everlasting arms. What a peacefulness. What a love from God. Leaning on the everlasting arms. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms. Stop acting like you don't want to sing, Lorena. I'm busy. Doing what? Carol usually got to shake you awake. Thinking of a way to get out of here. Oh, yeah? I've been thinking, too. Probably not as much as you, though. You got a plan? Soon. Come on, Lorena. It's your goal. Can I pass? You can do it. You got this. Sing. Sing.
What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a peacefulness, what a love from God, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a tenderness, what a gift from God, leaning on the everlasting arms. The outline of tall timber stands illuminated by headlights. The forested sentries sway as a three-car caravan descends on the gravel path that winds its way to the front of the Leesburg stockade. An Oldsmobile with white wall tires splattered brown from the trek into Georgia's backcountry stops 20 feet short of time-worn cobblestones that stretch to the entrance. Two other vehicles park on its flanks. The headlights materialize the house of horrors. Bernice sits in the driver's seat, clenching the steering wheel tight enough to break it in two. Helen rests her leather-bound Bible in her lap. The good book sweats from being hugged close by a woman solemnly repeating the Lord's Prayer and penance for sins of her own imagining. From the Bible, Helen lays her left hand on Bernice's stiff fingers, loosening the vice-like grip. We're here. We're here. Right. Uh, before we go, let's join hands. Dear God, you said your strength is made perfect in weakness. So let our weakness grant us your strength. Be our daughter's strength. Watch over them and over us as we take a step of freeing our girls. Protect them, Father God. Deliver them, Father God. Bless them. Please, Lord, let them be safe. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. I knew it was just a matter of time for a bunch of y'all piled up up here. What y'all want, Ryan? You must be Pops. Might be. We're here to see the girls. And what makes you think I got any girls here? Even in America's black girls don't go missing this long without somebody finding out. That right. What you got there in that basket? We brought our girls some necessities. Food, clothes, sanitary napkins. Sanitary napkins? <laughs> I'm going to have to inspect that basket. Hand that here. Let's see. Uh, soda crackers. Uh, uh, what's this? Some cheese. Potted, potted meat. Ooh, I'll take that if you please. <laughs> a blanket, a doll. Y'all must really think there's some pals out here, don't you? <laughs> hmm. Well. You coming or what? Are you taking us to our daughters? Maybe. That ain't a good enough answer. Well, it's the only one I got for you, lady. Please. Mm. 
Wait here. Here? Right there. Operator. Get Sheriff Fred on the line. Fred, it's Pops. There's a whole bunch of colors out here looking for their kin. Couple carfuls of them. Hmm. It was just a matter of time anyways. Ain't nobody but that big mouth story told me. Now. I know that. That don't matter now. Who is it? Who there? It's maybe eight, nine, ten. I don't know. It's the two mothers out there flapping their gums right now. Ain't none of them freedom fighters, is it? Is uh one of them um, Mabel Barnum? I don't know, but I don't think she's out there. No. Good. Then listen here. This is how we make sure them freedom niggas keep their nose out of white law business. You go tell those black mamas exactly what I tell you. How long we gonna wait for here, Helen? Look, we've been waiting for this minute for so long. Just give it a minute longer, okay? All right, ladies. I'm inclined to let you take your children out here this morning as soon as you pay the stockade tax. What? A stockade tax? What's that? Uh, we only use this here stockade for a special occasion, so open it up for your daughters. Well, that 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 weren't cheap. You know, we gotta wash them, and feed them, and clean them. All that adds up, you know. How much is this so-called tax? Well, it depends on which one of them you want. They going for different prices. If you got seven or eighty, no, no, let's make it ninety dollars minimum. You, you can take your kin back with you right now. <laughs> okay. Ninety dollars. That is ridiculous. No takers. Well, you scrape up some money and you come back, and I, I see about turning your little ankle biters over to you. Okay. And don't you tell nobody else about this, all right? Don't tell none of them sneak folk, your church folk, nobody. Anybody comes back except has got Ken in there, wins a gut full of buckshot for the trouble. Oh, my God. Understand well, me? how do we even know that our girls are okay in there? Well, now, that's why we got visiting hours. This way. Carol? Carol. That's Carol. Stop that wobbling and come over to the window. So you could point that gun between our eyes? No, thank you. Shirley, it's mama, baby. Come to the window, baby. <laughs> mama! Shirley! Get back there. No one gets between me and this window, so y'all stand right there and say what you say. They, they, they hear you. I'm here, Carol. Mama? I'm right here. Please, just let me, let me touch her, let me, let me hold her, let me grab her hand or something, anything. Auntie Ellen, it's me, Sandra, can you see me? You oh, Sandra. Sandra's here? My God, little Sandra. Mama, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you I was going to the protest. Hush not, child, that don't matter none now. They been feeding you? No, all we eat is boiled meat and eggs. Is that Lorena? Yes, ma'am, it's me. My grandma with y'all. Um, no, honey. She's not here. 
But I promise you she misses you real, real bad and wishes she could be here to hear your sweet voice. I know. Pops, I want to see Auntie Helen. Come here, let me lift you up so you can see. You see Sandra, Mommy? I see her. I see her. She looks, she looks so beautiful. Are we going home now, Mama? I want to go You're home. You're taking us home. Please get us out of home. Get us out of home. Get us out of home. We want to go home. We want to go Visiting hours is almost over. Carol, baby, we're not going to be able to take you home right now, but soon. I swear to God, as soon as we can, we'll be bringing all of you home. Can't you take Sandra? She's she's probably little enough to fit through these bars. I can fit. I can fit. Auntie Helen. I wish I could. You just hold on. You hear? You hear that, Shirley? All you girls, you just hold on and now. You remember that through God, I can do what? <laughs> through God, I, I can do all things. I can do all things. Lorena, your grandmother wrote a letter for you, baby. Beloved Lorena, I know what you are going through right now. You are tired, scared, hungry, and probably angry. Angry at the world and angry at yourself. But anger is just distraction from what needs doing. It spoils the spirit, and right now, you have to keep your spirit strong. You have to keep singing, keep dreaming. Keep growing into the most beautifulest girl in the whole world. Your story did not end here, and it doesn't end with me. This is just one chapter, and you are blessed to have shared with these amazing young ladies beside you. It's important that all of you stick together from here on out. Love on one another and take care of each other. They are all your sisters now, and there is nothing in this world stronger than sisterhood, especially when it's being tested and strengthened by fire. Remember that, and remember that I am so very proud of you, Lorena. My only wish is to live to see you become your truest self. You are so much like your mother, so strong. I love you so very, very much. Tell Grandma I love her, too, and that I'm being strong. That's it. That's it. That's it. That, back, back from the window. Back back from the window. It's over. Visiting hours is over. Come on. Back. 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 Our parents are here. You won't let us go. Why Goodbye. Like Goodbye. This? See you, sweetie. We don't have any beds to sleep on. This floor is hard and it's Shirley, wet and it sticks you in hear here. Me? And you got a gun pointed you at us. You got the bravest little girl there ever was. You keep standing for what you believe, and I'll be so proud of you. I am proud of you. Hear me? I love you. I hear you, Mama. I love you, too. Carol. Carol. Hey, where you going? Ah. Get back here. Mommy. Mama, keep praying, Carol. Keep the Lord close, and he'll keep you and Sandra, all of you. Keep God with you, girls. We're going to get you out of there. You're coming home soon, I promise.
Just wait one minute here, Bernice. I know I didn't just hear what I think I heard. What is this foolishness about a stockade tax? A stockade tax? Excuse me? This here's Bubba and Danny. Ladies? They here from SNCC National to help us bring our babies home. I was just saying how they too late and you were on your way back with our girls, but now that was before this whole mess about some damn stockade tax. It seems that now we know where the girls are. They only gonna let them go if we pay some kind of tax. Of course they are. I swear Pops was making up the numbers in his head. Pops? If he like I hear, he was trying to remember whatever numbers that cracker Sheriff Chapel plugged in his blank head. I swear we ain't giving that devil a liquor coin, not a goddamn dollar. Excuse me, Helen. Ain't enough soap in the world to stop that mouth. But Bernice, she got a point. I know she does. But if you'd have heard those girls, Mabel, you'd be shaking your couch for pennies too. I know that's what some of the others are doing right now. You say Lorena's all right? She's okay, Mabel. They're holding on. They're very strong. You'd be so proud of her. All of them. <sighs> Lord, just when I thought you was going to finally let me breathe again. Ladies, if you'll allow us, we have an idea that might force the sheriff's hand without spending a nickel. How exactly are y'all supposed to help? <laughs> Danny here is going to seek some photos of the girls. Photos? Photos? Those girls need to get out of that wretched place. Today. How are pictures supposed to help us get them free? You know white folks, they gotta see it to believe it, so we gonna make sure they see it. Listen, y'all. If the world sees these little girls locked in a dungeon, we can get your girls set free and expose how evil the law in America really is. You think the world's gonna care about some missing little black girls? If enough good peckerwoods get riled up enough to shame that evil chapel, then yes, this could work. Could work? I need a better guarantee than could, Mabel. We're talking about my baby here. I ain't got no guarantee for you, Bernice, besides my word. Whichever way this go, I'm going to be right here with you and Helen and everybody else to the end. Okay, young man. Yes, ma'am. What's this master plan y'all got? Jesus, I need me a bourbon. Anybody? I don't know if I should laugh or cry. I'm happy you got to see your mama, Shirley. She says she was proud of me. Can you believe that? She said she was proud of me. Of course. She don't know no better. What's that supposed to mean? It means that she don't know we've been in here waiting for them to come rescue us like a bunch of babies. That we just been holding on and that's it. What you talking about, Lorena? Ain't you hear your grandmother's letter? We gotta be strong for one another. That was for me, Carol. I gotta be strong. I gotta take care of all of you. That's what the letter was. A challenge. Were y'all listening? If they could have got us out of here, they would. But they left. They left. I could hear the tears in my mom's throat and her voice. She's coming back. Maybe. What if they don't? Huh? They're coming back, Lorena. You see that pipe under the sink, Shirley? One that's been dripping since we've been here. 
That didn't just start when we got here. That wall around that pipe is weak. It's soft. That's how we get out of here. We escape. Remember, in and out. We on ball time. Man, we almost there yet? It's hot as hell under here. Couldn't find anything besides a wool blanket. Anything else you might see through, or you might sweat through. You can't see all this sweat? Feels like a shower inside my shirt. Shh, quiet. We coming up on it now. Yeah, yeah, that must be Pop saying outside there. Okay, okay, he's gonna be on my left, so, so sneak out on the right side, alright? The stockade is behind you, maybe 10 or 12 feet away, alright? I'm gonna hop out, count to 30, and then sneak on over. Remember to keep the door a little open. I got it. Oh, morning, sir. Sorry to interrupt you like this, but I was hoping you might be able to tell me where I could find some work. I'm pretty handy. Got my own tools and such. Boy, you's a long way off the beaten path up here looking for work. That's what I'm afraid of. I've been up and down this county looking to make an honest dollar, and this fella at the Getty puts me out here. Says a factory or two might could use a boat with tools and a car. That a Plymouth? A Valiant. Yes, sir. Listen. She got some age on her, but she get me where I need to be. <laughs> she do, she do. What kind of work you say you do, boy? What kind of work you need, sir? Ain't been none. I ain't had a tool for yet. I remember one time by this my this guy I met. You know, his name was a uh, old man Cletus. Old man Cletus had a real bad roof, and he asked me if I could come up there and help him out with his leak. So I went over my tool box, and I got some staples. Psst, psst, girls, over here. Who's that? I ain't got much time. My, my name's Danny, Danny Lyon. Your parents sent me here to take some photo of you girls for Snick. We're gonna use them to get you out of here. This man from Snick wanna take our picture. Shh, hurry up. Can you get all together? Right there in the middle area? Come on, everybody. Stand up, Sandra. Lorena, come on. How do we know that white man from Snick? Oh, you must be Lorena. And that must be your grandmother's war vest on the floor next to you, am I right? Freedom now. Freedom now. Can I fix my hair first? Uh, sorry, no time. Everybody, uh, get close together, like your family. We are family. Until it is documented, history is nothing but a series of events happening after another series of events. Without written documentation or a face to put to a thing, then a thing is a thing is a thing. No more, no less. Words travel on air, subject to the precarious winds of time and memory. They can only be trusted so far. And so it is on this summer day in July of 1963 that a photographer working with the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee takes several pictures of 15 black girls in tattered clothes corralled in squalor in a backwoods outside Leesburg, Georgia. The young ladies, children in age only, pose quietly with shy smiles on some and stretching grins on others. They are aware of their circumstance, but oblivious to the significance of this exact moment. They are no longer individuals with individual lives. From this moment on, they are one life, 
one story. They are the stolen girls of the Leesburg Stockade. All you need is a tool. All you need is the right tool for the right job, and you be the right man. <laughs> Don't matter your color sometimes. <laughs> That's a joke. If that don't work out, you can check in with Mr. Wiley over by the big tobacco field, maybe two, three miles up north right there. He might got something for you. Tell him Pop says hello. Mr. Wiley. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, uh, thank you, sir. I'm going to go right there now while the sun's still hot. Yes, sir. That's smart. That's right, smart. I knew you were the smart ones. Um, uh, Harvey. Uh, name's Harvey. Th- thank you again, sir. Danny, did you get it? Yeah, man. Now let's get out of here. Ah, shoot. Who the hell is this now? Be quiet and don't breathe. Pray, I wasn't back to you today. Just came to check on a few things, Pops. Just checking on a few things. What you doing out here, boy? Uh, looking for work is all. Uh, uh, sorry, sir. Uh, I-, I was just leaving. <laughs> Ain't no work around here for niggers. So you best get gone now. While we can see you on the road. You follow me, boy. Yes, sir. No problem, sir. Bubba, who the hell was that? The Grim Reaper, Danny. That was the devil himself. <laughs> First our mamas and now Snick done come to see about us. I'm telling you, we going home. Look at you, Verna. Even you looking better. Come do the hitchhike with me. You gotta dip lower when you roll. Like this. When I get home, I'ma have my brothers teach me all the dances we done miss. Only dance my mama would show me is the jitterbug. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all really think those pictures gonna get us out of here? Yes, I got faith. Our family knows where we at, and pretty soon the whole world will, too. They're going to have to let us go. So you say. Lorena, put down the bobby pin and dance with us, just for a minute. Verna, I know you know how to twist. Let's teach old Shirley here how it's done. Come on, let's twist. Ooh. Ah. Ooh, I don't feel... Verna, that's not how you twist. I thought you knew what you was doing. I do. I do. I I just think I pulled something in my side. Nah, we the same age. Just cause you can't twist like Whoa! Verna, why you all bent over? Uh... <gasps> oh my lord! Verna! Verna! Can you hear me? Pick her hand up off the floor. Make sure she's not bleeding. Verna! 
Wake Pops. up! Get in here! Please! Curtis, wake up! Pops! 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 While this podcast is inspired by actual events and persons, certain characters, incidents, location, dialogue, and names have been fictionalized for the purpose of dramatization. As to any such fictionalization, any similarity to the name or to the actual character or history of any person, living or dead, or actual incident is entirely for dramatic purposes and not intended to reflect on any actual character or event. Black history is American history, and yet it is often distorted, devalued, and disregarded. At Push Black, we believe that telling empowering stories on Black life and history can fight against this misinformation and erasure to build a more liberated Black future. Being here with us lets us know you value this work. We can't do it alone. As a nonprofit media company, we rely on support from people like you. Most people donate five or 10 bucks a month but everything makes a difference. Please consider donating at StolenGirls.com. Thank you for supporting the work. This episode features performances by Jacob Bishop, Brooke Brown, Joelle Denise, Precious Joubert, Cindy Camchun, Richie Camchun, Zul Monzi, Deborah Middleman, Leslie Taylor Grover, Bianca Tochi, MJ Vanderveer, Len Webb, Nate Woldu, Chris Yates. This episode is written and directed by Richie Camchun and co-written by Sydney Smith. The editor is Alan Espejo, with engineering provided by Nathan Wizard and Yanni Evans. Original music composed by Julian Blackmore. Our producers are Jill Hanairo, Darren Wallace, Len Webb, and Lily Workna. The Stolen Girls of Americas is a co-production of Accelerate Change and Push Black.